Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson. I am with... Justin, it's me. Yeah, I'm back. Justin's back again. This is what, your like fourth time? Yeah, I think maybe. so. <laughs> I might be wrong, but yeah, their fourth time, that's pretty uh pretty impressive. It seems like everybody really uh really enjoys your little cameos here and there. <laughs> so yeah, uh, as for uh, Alvin, he will be uh, doing an additional... A podcast uh, called uh, The Stats, where he's hosting it. So that's going to be interesting. I'm that's going to drop later this week, and uh, yeah. So let's get into it. Well, let's not actually get into it. There's something that happened this morning that I'm not going to talk about right gonna, now. Okay. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna give yourself a minute, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give myself a minute to chill. All right. So uh, some movie theaters are closing before Hurricane Florence hits because you know anybody that's in the Carolinas is, is very concerned about yeah you know the impending weather and uh, it's been pretty crazy in North Carolina for these past couple of days. Yeah, man, I tried to go to the grocery store like just for my regular groceries, not for like hurricane prepping. You know, mm-hmm. I walked in there it was very concerned everybody bought all the most perishable items you could ever buy and i was like like what like bread and eggs like <laughs> something's gonna like expire in the next maybe week. maybe they were gonna cook it like when they yeah got home they were gonna get like a, a whole bunch of toast and eggs mm. and just like mm. i don't know like what what the plan was there like meanwhile yeah. i'm in there like hmm this can of beans looks like a good idea you yeah know? i know the beans i can you know what i'm gonna make i'm gonna be honest here i don't really like eating food cold but beans i can take right like like survival like right. for survival i could fucking live off of and that. like everyone's like oh man the power might go out and this and that and i'm like well then your plan of buying nothing but perishable <laughs> goods is not the move it's not a smart <laughs> like, move you like, know what the only thing i was actually worried about i wasn't even worried about starving or food or anything like that i was worried about my windows like breaking oh yeah because you got pretty big windows on the wall i got so. huge windows yeah. and i got this huge fucking tv that i paid off and i'm like lord Jesus, I know we don't speak all the time, but <laughs> and I never ask you for anything, right? But I just want favorite. you. I just want you to. I just want to ask you, just like spare my TV, please. You know, like take my car, but not <laughs> take my car. <laughs> like I got, I got insurance. Yo, I can't, I can't make uh, statements like that. I'm gonna need my car, I've been, my I've been, TV. I've been taking pictures of everything in here. Just for insurance claims and shit like that. Oh, so. are you going to claim your giant Avengers sign or your uh, Spider-Man yeah. poster? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know about the Avengers yeah, I was going to say, all my, all, my te- all my technology, <laughs> all my tech is just got to be. Everything that I own of value fits in a backpack, so I'm yeah, good okay, to go. Cool, 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 Jess. I mean, I'm just, okay. like, I'm just like, it sucks for you, but I'm going to be fine. Like. Man, fuck you. <laughs> but anyways, back to the movie theaters closing. Uh Basically, they say that the uh, F- Hurricane Florence is gonna hit, hit possibly a Category Five. Yeah. Tomorrow, but you know, uh, they're just saying that it's not really gonna hurt some of the other movies, like The Predator that comes out this week. Yeah. And uh, that's apparently looking at like a twenty million, possibly thirty million dollar opening. So, yeah. so I mean, it's gonna open pretty strong. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good too. I don't know. I've been looking at the trailers recently. Well, like, okay, the I, trailers are. I had great. a good. I, I had. I, I like the idea. I was about to say I have. I like Shane Black as a director and a writer, but when I look at the trailer, I'm, I see the guy from Key and Peele, and then the musical choices, the tone just feels kind of fun. 
And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I want to have that kind of fun with a Predator movie. Yeah, I get that. Like, get my that. ideal Predator movie would be like, I don't know, these guys are like a... You know what? I'm just going to do a crazy plot for Predator. Because they oh, need God. a crazy plot. I'm ready. We can't do something that's just basic. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, you know that, that uh, book, The Most Dangerous Game? Where, like, this guy's, like, hunting yeah, other people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It would be cool if some, like, super rich hunter guy puts on a competition with, like, other dangerous people from all over the world in, like, the fucking jungle or some you shit. You mean, like, that movie Predators? No, that's different because they were on like a different planet and the Predator basically did nothing for a whole movie and then Lawrence Fishburne showed up randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't so, know. I mean, so, so far this sounds like no, movie and, Predators. And, and none of those guys were actual killers. It was only like they were literally all killers. No, but like one of those guys was the you but like, act- cute, like what? No, no Topher Grace was a serial killer. I was like, all right, come on. I mean, other than that I'm not gonna guy. say Predators was a shitty movie. It was. It was a good like a guy attempt. in the Yakuza. And then there was like, an like ass- a... Then, but there were no like real dangerous people. Like, what are you talking? That guy had a sword. Ooh, just carried it ooh, around with sword. him. Cutting ooh. off hands and It was stuff. just kind of basic. Like if you look at the first Predator movie. That one chick was like a marine sniper. But listen to this. Everybody in the first Predator movie was very like... They were very specific in why they were dangerous. And they weren't even like... It, they didn't even have to be cliche killers. They were just military guys, this right? This is a literal group of assassins. But just listen. Like the best assassins. Okay. I know, but I know, right. the, I know in this new Predators movie, they're saying it's like assassins and mercenaries and stuff like that. But it's doing it wrong. Like, it's all like, <laughs> oh it looks like it's doing it wrong. Because it's all like the guys joking and shit and Keegan-Michael Key, really? You telling me <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key's got some, some fucking like kills on his fucking belt? I don't know, man. No. Yeah. I'm just saying, looks can be deceiving, man. No, nah, and then I saw like a clip, and it was like super cheesy, and I was like, "All right, Keegan Michael Key, he's like too, he's going too big with it, you know." Like I thought they were going like ground him, like because if it was me, and then he's like overperforming and shit, like yeah, I'd be like, "Tone it down, bring it, bring it, bring you it down." Be a person. Not I need a you, yeah, I need you to take it down like ten fucking steps. Just you like, know, you're at, you're at an eleven, you but know, but yeah, at like four. But yeah, it'd be cool if you just had like these out there type killers, like almost like crazy, like every killer. It's like in, everyone's the Joker, but no, like, not a not, different, not crazy, like, crazy. But like they're the way they kill is very specific, and it oh. makes them, and it makes them very specific. That like they're not just like, oh, I'm like a mobster or oh, I'm a yakuza guy. Like no, uh. it would be cool if it was like <laughs> like if it was like legitimate like assassins that have a thing and they're good at that. So like super villains. You're basically talking about super villains. Sure, though, we, like, we, just, we can say supervillains, but they don't have superpowers. Or I mean, they're just killed. Uh, all right, fine. They're all basically Batman, but evil. Right, sure. Which leads me back to the Joker. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, these, uh, yeah. And then the Predator shows up, boom, starts picking them off one by one. I mean, That's it. Simple, simple movie, but Sounds still a fun. lot like Predators. But it wasn't. Predators wasn't that, though. I Predators mean, didn't. I mean. In, it's like every, almost every plot point you describe sounds like Predators. Nah, I mean. in Predators, they were doing stupid shit. It was like, oh. Like, they're getting chased by pred- the Predator for, like, 30 minutes. And then later on, they see that same Predator strung up by a different Predator. And then you're like, oh, okay, so there's other... There's a race war going on between Predators. That's interesting. I mean, but it's not like they would have known <laughs> And then that, they like... freed him. And then they freed him. And I was like, that's dumb. That, oh, yeah, that was, was dumb. That, was, that definitely... was really dumb. And then Lawrence Richburn shows up. And he's, like, been hunting 
Or no, he's been hiding from predators. Yeah, because he yeah. killed one and he stole his tech and somehow learned how to read predator language. Yeah, and also was able no to operate sense. all of that equipment like just magically. There were some plot holes. I'm definitely not. I was saying about there to say, plot holes. It, now it would have been cool, and then we're just going off tangent, but it's predator yeah. related, so it would be cool. It would have been cool if instead of Lawrence Fishburne being the character in that reveal, if it was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he would have been like, yeah, I've been. I've been killing these predators for years. And this sounds terrible. Arnold Schwarzenegger impre- like impersonation, but it would have been cool, like if like the predators remembered him, and then yeah. just and then just took him because like you know. Ooh, like, okay. Here's a, here's one that's never been done. What if they take all the past winners of predator movies, and put them all into one movie? So we're just doing like Hunger Games two now. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah. Fuck Here's yeah. something that's never been done. No, no, no. Games but, but they're not fighting each other. Old. But they're not fighting each other. They're just like all they, they beat the predators in their own movies. So you got Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, so we're just doing Hunger Games three. Shut the fuck up about the Hunger <laughs> yeah. Games. I mean, this, I'm just saying. This is why it's hard to talk about <laughs> movies to other millennials because all they have to fucking reference is the shit that they've seen in the last three years and shit. I mean, shut up. <laughs> I mean, Predators is more than three years old. I know, but you're talking. There's a lot of plot holes in your argument. No, no, here, no, man. but you're relating it to like something like The Hunger Games, and I'm like, I mean, there are other movies well, too like that what? just happens to be the most recent like one that I can remember. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. That's my point. Oh my! You that's- know what? Sorry for not having an encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge not of your every fault. movie. It's not your fault. Some of us have other things to do. Wow! Wow! Okay, so taking shots. <laughs> Fuck you, Justin. <laughs> but anyways. Bye, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Going in the other, th- actually, no, we got to stay on the predator because some other. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Some other stuff came up during the make making of it, and uh, it was pretty uh, pretty intense. I'm trying to find it. Fuck, I thought I had it. Okay, well, I know it off of memory. Yeah, Olivia Munn. Uh, she recently came out to protest a scene regarding uh, another actor that she worked with who. Uh, had been arrested and served jail time for like some uh, sexual he was a sex offender a sex or he offender. was a registered sex offender right so. and she was like wow i didn't know i was fucking working with a sex offender yeah. and the director didn't tell me about it because the director was friends with the guy yeah and thought that and other people knew too like they were actively making sure that information didn't get out right and but and it was like a weird cyber sex crime or something yeah. like that like he like it was like I'm apparently it happened like ten years prior, so this guy was like twenty four when it happened. Right. I think that like her main objection was more so to the she fact that like she didn't know about it, and when she found out, it wasn't like you know this was a judge you know sticking it to someone who had done like like a low thing, and then like oh in like ten years you know we'll let you know we'll let this go, we'll expunge it, whatever. No, this was like. The girl that he was like messing around with was like fourteen years old yeah, yeah. while he was twenty four. Yeah. So like awkward. they kept it from her. Then she found out and it wasn't like a oh, he was eighteen, she was seventeen, something like that. No, this yeah. was like a, was grown a pretty huge man gap. and like a, a freshman in high school. Like this was you know Yeah. This was a little much. Yeah. You know, so I totally completely understand her objection to this. And she got the scene deleted. I mean, yeah, no, that's kind of interesting that the movie was locked and now, like... Yeah, and now it's, you know, like, I mean... I, I guess that scene wasn't that important. I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I hope it wasn't, like, crucial to the entire plot of the movie or anything. Yeah, I mean, she's coming for all the smoke. Yeah, like... Because she was just like, oh, yeah, like, the director, like, apologized. He was like, oh, I was under false pretenses on what he actually got arrested for. 
you know, and but y'all was friends. And, but, and, but that's what he said. He said I was doing him. I was doing him a favor because we're friends, and he didn't tell me all uh, the okay. aspects of all that stuff. Like I, I, and he, I want to believe and that. That's what. He, yeah, I want to believe it too. But it's hard to. Yeah, it's kind of like you guys are friends, and he didn't give you the real story. Like, yeah, come on. But uh, you know, how but, close are you? But you, you never know. Maybe he lied yeah. to get the gig. Yeah, you know, I mean, so that could happen. I mean, if I told you I did some real dark stuff, you would probably have to like. You know, if I was like needed you to help me get a job or something, you'd probably have to like smooth that over or just not know. You know, like yeah, pretty much. I'd so, be like, don't tell me. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I know you did something. That's all mm. I need to know. <laughs> yeah, and so like uh, the uh, what was it? Oh yeah, like so all the cast members are starting to come out and support her and stuff like that. And, she, and yeah, and it's and, and it's, it's partly due to the fact that like they need her and they don't <laughs> want to be on the wrong side of the yeah. thing i mean i know i'm she, sure some of them are doing it because they morally object to this oh, like terrible sterling thing. k like, brown and yeah shit like in that. fact i'd argue that most of them are probably siding with her because they morally object to this yeah but like they're also not stupid this is <laughs> this is this is just a bad look for them to be on the other side of this it's not like, good optics yeah. yeah like just it looks bad it is bad there's no downside to siding with her. So. Yeah, and i feel bad too because uh, what do you call it like she was saying how like you know she was robbed of this her choice and stuff like that, and then yeah. and then she was saying how she doesn't even accept Shane Black's like apology letter because he didn't say it to her face, and Ooh. I'm just like, she really, she really giving him the heat. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, okay, well, you know, like if he says the same shit in front of your face, I mean, is that gonna make a difference? Yeah, I kind of feel like the letter was like, because I mean, I've tried to put myself in Shane Black's shoes. Not that I would ever put myself in that position, yeah, because I'm smarter than that, but <laughs> <laughs> but. If like that were to happen and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I don't accept your apology," I'd be like, "Well, I said what I said on the internet. Uh, I'm off doing other directing shit." Yeah. So like, like uh, that's what I was gonna say. It was like the letter seems like it was. It's know, a whole press tour of like, the predator that I have to fucking do. right. Like I'm in Bulgaria right now. Like no, I can't. Like, <laughs> like what do you want me to do? Like FaceTime. Like I just I feel like the letter was should have probably been enough. Yeah. I mean, like. And they're taking it pretty far because it's like, oh yeah, now she she's not doing the press run with the other crew members. She's doing it by herself. Yeah. And then she was on Ellen by herself. Yeah. Like, and I was like, this, this is, is this is a, this like is, don't get me wrong, this is a terrible thing that happened. But the way you're handling it is kind of, kind of. It doesn't look. It's not good. It's not completely great optics. Yeah. On her like, it's just. I, I kind of think that if the crew is supporting you in solidarity of your outcry about this you should probably be with them right like, right i think yeah. the last thing you should do is be like screw you guys i'm just gonna go talk to ellen on my own like yeah i don't, I don't know Maybe, i mean there's a lot of things i think i, think, I guess i kind of see her point like this is my thing you guys jumped on afterwards but like yeah me i would have been like hey this is the fucking movie like let's not forget about the fucking movie right first. like i think i probably would have been on that press tour like, <laughs> yeah i would be like we're I mean, fucking is, doing the movie right so like let's you've already done the right thing like the, yeah. the w is yours you yeah know? like so come just on go on the press like, tour. yeah like I mean, like what else do you want from you the, also sign a contract that too and i'm all and i'm all, but you know they don't want to be on the wrong side of things yeah so. but i was also like hey okay what else do you want from the guy like the Sign guy's already apology fucked. letter like the, the like, scenes deleted and that guy will never work in hollywood yeah like, he's not gonna fucking get a, another g- acting gig of that magnitude again yeah. and it was apparently like a scene where he's like playing a jerk or something like that yeah but like it was like you know all right, his career is over. You, yeah, you, I mean, like these are all the W's you could ever. What want. did Drake like, say? And uh, I'm upset. Uh, uh, double tap, not double tap. He uh, said some shit about shooting twice. Uh, <laughs> man, I can't remember that. That's the only way you know the dude is dead or some shit like that. I don't oh. know. 
uh, why you keep on shooting if he's dead? Yeah, that's the only way you get some respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I he's, he's, yeah, he's yeah, dead. It's, it's over. Yeah, it's yeah. over. But I mean, all right. Well, she can just keep doing a victory lap, I guess. <laughs> this is what, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we're gonna uh, actually. Was there anything else I wanted to mention? No, that's it. Even though I might not be able to see the predator this week. Yeah, unfortunately, because yeah, of the I mean, storm. I don't know. I mean, they said it's moving south, so like North Carolina will probably get a lot of rain. But. <laughs> I'm aware. You know, I have a funny story. I weathered a hurricane one time to see one movie. What could have possibly been that good? It was Man of Steel. But I, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and be quiet. Then. But bear with me. <laughs> but bear with me. It was. It was only because uh, this was opening night. I already got my tickets, and I was like, you know what. So and your, I was, and I was life like, is worth movie tickets. It was worth Superman because I'm like you're a, telling me I could trade you for like thirty dollars. It was more like twelve, but anyways, you, <laughs> you valued yourself at twelve USD. But what's like, even crazier is that my mom, that she's Euros? so but, <laughs> no. But what's crazy is my mom is so supportive of my passion of movies is that she drove me to the IMAX to so see you it. endangered the life <laughs> of your mother and yourself your future and did. all of your stuff for pretty much 12 dollars yeah i pretty much did you love but your you know mom what? so little you would trade her life for 12 dollars well, let's not let's not put that there but <laughs> what was crazy though was that when i got there the whole the, the the like people that paid for their tickets they were there it was a full house like there was nobody that like refunded just because it. you're in good company for crazy no, no, doesn't no, no. mean this is a good idea no, no no but what was beautiful about it was that they were all so passionate to see superman a modern retelling of superman and like i've met this couple that said they like ran into a falling of a, a tree in the road and they fucking got out of the car and moved it out of the way so they could get to the imax showing it and wow. i was like and i was like all right so this movie has a lot to deliver and stuff like that and when so I it's s- definitely not doing it the most you know, those people just definitely aren't doing the most. I mean, they were doing the most. Got out and moved a whole tree. But come on, I would you do know, that. only exercise they did that year too. I would do that for like Avengers four. I could just wait. <laughs> like, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait. I'm like, nah. like twelve dollars to risk my life. I mean, your life, your life's good, man. You'll be all right. I mean, yeah. I, but also, I'm, I'm kind of like a maverick. I, I'm, I'm, I can a maverick. You yeah, mean like a psychopath. I can, I can no, not a psychopath, but I can put myself in situations that would be considered dangerous and keep a level head because I'm like, eh. I actually yeah, really no, my don't head care. would be fine. It's the part where I die from getting <laughs> hit by a tree. Die, like, but, but that's the fact. You might not die. That's the part that I'm keeps not you gambling going. my life for twelve dollars. It's, it's not a gamble. You it, just, it was one hundred percent a gamble. It might be a little bit of narcissism. Like you can't fucking kill me. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you just have poor judgment and you're a narcissist and mm-hmm. almost killed your mother for twelve dollars. Well, it. I didn't almost she volunteered, so that's where I get it. You you let her almost kill herself for twelve dollars. Yeah, I let her. Wow. <laughs> this is getting real dark, Dan. I mean, it's not dark. I'm just saying I really want to Lives were going to end. Lives lives no lives did it. Did you even get popcorn? Like Oh yeah, totally. You got to. Okay. I was gonna like I that mean, ups the it ups it a little bit. It's I like mean it was great. Twenty dollars, I, I guess. And and I got a drink too, and this is before I got my movie pass, so it was yeah. Oh, so you, you risked your life for about twenty five dollars. Way more reasonable. I mean totally. And the chance to see Superman come back to the big screen. It was pretty great. Just couldn't wait like two days or nah. something. Nah. I was too hyped. Bet when it, I get when bet I bet it all. Yeah, bet it all. <laughs> but when I get really hyped about a movie, I get really hyped about a movie. Like I like that you're ready to die. I live and breathe that shit. Like but that's what I think most passionate filmmakers out there feel like they're just like 
Like, we're ready to die for this. Yeah, sometimes you are. Like, Guillermo del Toro for uh, that movie, The Shape of Water, there was a scene uh, that involved, like, a car, and it was raining. And the actor, the actor got out of their car like they were supposed to do, but they forgot to put the car in the park. Oh, and so the yeah. car is coming down the hill in the video village, where, which is like this little hut where all the, your fucking footage is and shit like that, and you can watch playback, is at, was right in front of the car. And the car is coming down towards the video village, about to run it over, right? And Guillermo del Toro said he was not fucking going to evacuate he was gonna he was willing to die <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and that inspired like all the other crew members to like get out in front of the tent and like fucking stop the car and i was like see i know i'm not alone in this it's just sometimes you just gotta be willing to risk it for the biscuit you know wow, man. but we'll get back to man of steel later i mean i've got some stuff i'm ready to die for but that's not one <laughs> We're not going to go into that. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Forget I said that. Go ahead and cut We're that not, out. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that's not even cut out. This is an uncensored show, sir. Oh, God. Uncensored. But uh, let's see. Oh, there's a new uh, study that finds a direct link between gender of TV creators and roles for women. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it says the report found that... Sh- uh, it sh- that shows with at least one female creator were twice as likely to hire female directors, nearly three times as likely to employ female writers, and half again as likely to hire female editors as shows with exclusively male creators. So that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely, you know, that's weird that like, but I guess it, I guess I can kind of un- I can I can see because guys are like stupid so like yeah <laughs> like yeah. like if somebody was really great at their job and the only thing that was like stopping them from hiring them was because they were a woman and they like wanted to hang out with like other guys and stuff like yeah. that like that's just stupid but uh, and I think women in general think more logistically so like they're yeah. like oh you're good at this you're you're good at this you're good at this you're good at this okay cool yeah. like I, I think. I just- and I, I mean, think guys, are, yeah. I think guys are like, oh, it's a club. This is our club. It's shit like that, and it's just like, you know, like. I think it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I honestly, if anyone who's good at their job, like, just, just have them do that job. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, and I think honestly, it should be an even amount of people. It should never be over. Yeah, like, like one sided. It should never be one sided. Oh, like when Rick and Morty uh, brought on female writers for season three. There. Is, there is still now, after season three has been done for a while, mm-hmm. there's still a ton of hate out there <laughs> for for the female writers saying that they ruined season three and blah, blah, blah. And there's like the other half of the internet's like season three was the best because of the female writers. I'm just like... It's a new perspective. I'm like, guys, let's let's all calm down. Season three was about, about what we expected. You right. know, like the female writers didn't like ruin the show and... <laughs> They're also not going to make the next ten seasons greater than everything on television forever. Like, right. let's all just calm down, lower expectations of these human beings, stop judging them based on their gender, and just like enjoy the show. And I feel like their like opinion on like characters and stuff like that is is like invaluable because like for me, like as a writer, you know, it's hard. The hardest stuff to write is stuff from like a woman's perspective. It's right? The, it's fucking hard. Like I have to imagine yeah. it's a dude, and I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm gay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, like, I, I can see that though. Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like, understand. Write, like, I don't, like, if I, don't, I had to, if yeah. I had to do something from a woman's perspective, I would probably go get a woman That's and have saying. her tell me what it's like, and then, or better yet, just have her write it. Uh, yeah, a good, like, a good example was uh, one time we, I was watching a, a TV show with my best friend Taylor, 
uh, and she, uh, it was a show called uh, Barry, and there was this whole scene where this guy, uh, he's like kind of dating this chick, but not really. They're kind of like in the oh, beginning stages God. of it, and she's having Talking. like, yeah, and she's having a birthday party, right? And for her birthday present, he gives her a MacBook Pro. And she That's was, a birthday present, and, huh? But she was really disturbed by it. The character was really disturbed by it. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, because she, she had mentioned her laptop was like a shitty PC or something like that. And he was like, oh, I thought you would like this thing. And she's like, no, it kind of feels like you're like. Seems like a little much. You're like claiming me or some shit. And like, I was like. Whoa. And when I was watching really? it, I was like, wow, that's fucking petty of her to think like that. Like, yeah, he, I, I, he I was going to say, wait, this seems like a. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it seems like a little much. I mean, it's but, like, much, but if you I don't ball think it's like that. Like him claiming you. Yeah, I was about to say, like, if he balls like that and he's got a lot of money, yeah, like, and he can waste it. Yeah. Like, I mean, if he could just blow $1,000 on a laptop because you mentioned needing a new laptop, like, that seems like a really nice thing to do. Yeah, and then I, I talked about it with my friend Taylor, and then she was like, no, but you got to think more into it. Like, everything, like, a guy does for you, like, they're automatically going to think that, like, like somehow you owe them and some shit. And I was well, like... guys are out here doing that because they need but, to calm down. But no, she was saying, like, even, like, fucking, like, just from, like, a woman's perspective... Like, when you're, like, dating, or not even dating, like, say you go, like, to on a date or some shit, and you buy the food, and you don't, like, do half and half, you know, like. Can't go 50 50. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, never but, mind. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say it, but, hey, but, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's, I think there's a lot of power dynamics that I wasn't really thinking about. I, I guess when I she mean, brought it up and I was like, hmm, okay. So that's a, that's a huge, I don't know. Like if I had, like if there were some girl that I met, like say a month ago, right. And we had started talking and like hung out a couple of times. Right. And then she bought me a MacBook pro or whatever. Like I, I wouldn't think well, I would she, take it. Yeah. Like I wouldn't <laughs> think that she was telling me like, Hey, you're my boyfriend now. Be like, this is a really awesome gift. You Thank would think you. She, you would know. I think you would know that she's like really trying to lock you down. What is like? What? Okay, you've, you're gonna have to <laughs> equate these two things for me. Then, like, I buy my friends gifts all the time. But you, you never bought me no fucking like awesome gift, bro. We went downtown once. I got like a whole that's round di- of drinks. That's like, totally different. Like, I got you like forty bucks of drinks. Listen, like, that's totally different. Drinks are different. Drinks are different than fucking like actual gifts that you can have forever. Okay, fair not that enough. I want to give from you. This is getting. Weird. I mean, I, wait, ouch! Like, what? What? You think I can't give good gifts? You like, can give great. I'm sure you. I've made people cry with gifts before. Okay, listen, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, I think I'm it's in my feelings now. It, it's okay. This whole this whole topic really can kind of get you in your feelings. But I think it's it's great that we're taking like like if the entertainment industry is taking steps to make sure that you know like there's there's an inclusive diverse environment in hollywood right and not just like a shallow thing like hey we hired like right, one like, black don't just hire woman like, yeah right like <laughs> let's find one female black person mm-hmm. put them in this role and leave them there so we have diversity like yeah don't do like, that come on. Like, it's funny because i was watching a what was i watching ballers on hbo and yeah. before every episode they have this little like promotional thing about hbo and they're showing like the scene a scene from the episode and they're showing like that one of their writers write the episode and it's a female writer and then i think at the end of the thing they're like hbo like we represent something it was like trying to say it was a plug for diversity yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like hmm 
like this feels a little on the nose but okay yeah right like, it's like <laughs> if you have okay. to tell me how diverse you are it's kind of like you know i was like oh that's nice i didn't know any female writers worked on ballers because that seems like a pretty misogynistic show but cool yeah. and you know i was like <laughs> i mean maybe that's why maybe they like you know yeah maybe they kind of just tried maybe, to yeah like you know. they're just capturing the the misogyny of it and they're like writing about it. i mean guys, Actually, guys capture you know a woman's point of view differently than you know a oh, woman would sure. capture her own so yeah I mean, oh for sure i've always said that on this podcast it's like it would be interesting it's like you can't get a guy to direct twilight and expect the same result uh yeah i see because we yeah. think differently so like I mean, on average, like no, you know, it's, like it's, it's no, like, like it's not generalized too much. No, it's, like, it's generalized. Think about it. Oh. Twilight, from a guy's perspective, is more sexual than it is like intimate. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't really like you've seen Twilight. I mean, I've watched Don't like pretend, some like, of one of listen, them. Bro, you look like, like you came straight out of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. Nah, but. you look like one of the high schoolers that came out of like. Oh wow, that's how we feel. That's not a bad thing. It means you've aged well. You got the like. <laughs> movie look it works you know i'm just saying let's not generalize too much just because <laughs> on average men and women think differently it doesn't mean that like a guy couldn't have created twilight like, i know i'm not saying that they couldn't have i'm just saying it wouldn't be what it is today all right fine because think about because okay but think about this after twilight one they got male directors to work on it, and then the movie started to shift in I saw like, like the, the last ma- one, and that was about it. But and I was about to say, guys in general will will like shit on the Twilight movies except for the last one because the crazy awesome fight scene at the end. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, that <laughs> like like there was an awesome fight scene. I was like, this is great. Like, yeah, I didn't like. Someone actually made me watch Twilight, right? So I lied and said that I had seen the others, and then we could totally <laughs> watch it because I wasn't really trying to have to sit through like nine hours of a sparkling vampire. I could totally like, see you saying it, Justin. She'd be like, oh, you have you seen the first one? And you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen. I've, uh, I've like, seen it like eight times. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> like, it's like, and the second one's like, oh, ten times. Bold face laugh. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I didn't want to have to watch the whole thing because it too. looked like it was going to be bad. Like, I just, <laughs> in general, like, your vampires, like, they sparkle like night lights or something. And then, you know, you, you right. got, like... This weird so you weren't triangle. Com- thing. So you weren't confused, like at the end where it was just like, oh, they got some baby. Oh, bro, I was on ages. my phone googling <laughs> the whole plot. Like I was like, uh huh. So there's a baby somewhere in here. Cool, cool. <laughs> and then like, okay, so he's a werewolf. Got it. Makes sense. Follow that. And then like, oh, but she she gonna be a vampire? Huh? Seems like a bad idea. <laughs> you know, I was in there like googling the entire synopsis of all the movies, and then like when it got to the end, I was like, "All right, I'm ready for this." Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you do that little after movie, you know, powwow with whoever you watch with. I was on fire, right? Like, I was ready for it. It's one of those, yeah. That movie, oh, that one in particular, I think, like, I will go to YouTube and watch YouTube reactions of that final fight scene, like the. Big, it was actually really cool, like because like when he kills the dude or whatever yeah the, like, uh, like rips his head off and like people that read the book like were like what the fuck yeah, you can like, hear in the audience like somebody just people scream like oh shit or yeah, like, like what the fuck it gets real man and like, like to me that's like uh, that's like what i think filmmakers live for is like audience reactions yeah, like that yeah. and uh you know yeah but they were more action oriented after the first one yeah uh, and, and directed differently. all right i mean 
Hey, I, like I, have I mean, I, I don't have like a great reference point since like I didn't. We'll, we'll, watch, we'll, watch, we'll watch them all. We'll you, watch them all. You're saying that, but I'm telling no, no, you, I'm not. I think, <laughs> no, no, no. I think we should watch them all, but do like a, a live show, like a see. Uh, Just have me doing live reactions to all three. Like, yeah, I, not all, all three. You're funny. Uh, I mean, I was, I, <laughs> all five. Wait, there's five. I'm pretty sure there's Twilight, New Moon, uh, Eclipse. Breaking Dawn Part One, Breaking Dawn Part Two, Man Five. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I'm not. Oh yeah, we're doing a marathon. I really thought it was only three, bro. bro when I was gonna, going bro, through, bro, we're gonna do a marathon. It's gonna be so great. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, we're gonna do it, nah. but we're gonna do it live, and then other people can laugh at it. Laugh at us as we're watching it. It'll oh be great. God. I'm gonna just move on from this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Let's see what do we got. Oh yeah, Daredevil season three is coming sooner than expected. I know you haven't seen any of the Marvel netflix shit but i mean i've heard good things about daredevil yeah. like i like glowing reviews both season one and two so yeah so i'm excited and it's coming next month I th- yeah next month which is earlier than i thought it would come because i thought it was going to be like november or december because you know iron fist just came out yeah i was gonna week. say like maybe they just since they finished up with iron fist they dedicated everything to daredevil yeah because iron fist season two is infinitely yeah, heard, better heard it was than, good in season one is luke cage season two good Okay, I heard, so I heard uh, negative. Okay, reviews. so here's what I have to say about Luke Cage in general. Luke Cage is not a superhero show; it's a crime drama. And so, with that, you're dealing with aspects of people who are in the crime, criminal organizations, and shit like that. And some people just want to see Luke Cage punch shit. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. And Luke Cage is not that character because he's, or he's not in his like Avengers shit right yeah, now he's yeah. just a black dude that's got superpowers that is fucking sleeping with women so he can have a roof over his head like that's the mentality right <laughs> like, that's the, yeah. like that and that's what i like about luke cage is that he's just like it's really grounded it's really grounded he's like saving harlem but then like he's like looking at like after he gets after he gets kicked out of his girlfriend's place he's like talking to another chick and he's like hey so uh sleep on your couch for the night and she's like negro please <laughs> yeah yeah and he's like fuck you know like i gotta find that's gonna be a no gotta meet some ends but yeah. you know i think uh but yeah that's what i how I feel about it. season two i thought was better than uh, season one it really? just was uh, it just had a lot of different aspects there's a lot of dialogue there's a lot of talking some people don't like talking some i people- mean i guess if you're watching luke cage you expect to see like less commentary and <laughs> like more uppercuts you know yeah. like I get it. I get it. But it was just like, it's like if you wouldn't, like, I would expect that criticism from, like, Iron Fist. Because that's, like, supposed to be martial arts based. Yeah, I mean, that's literally the whole point. (laughs) Yeah, and the first season was just, like, the half of first season was just him, like, coming back to the, like, real world and being like, hey, guys, I'm Danny Rand. And no one believing him. So it's kind of like a Thor type thing where it was, like, comical. And it was just like, all right, I just want to see you, like. Yeah, you know, I expected that from Arrow. Like, I expected the first half of Arrow, like, season one to be, like, him coming back and be like, hey, guys, I'm alive. Nah, there was, like, "Mm, all right, it's been five minutes of him. You know, getting reacclimated to the world. Let's go have him kill some people. Like, oh yeah, they went they went right into it. I was like, yeah. wow, this is a great idea, actually. Yeah. Then the whole island flashbacks kind of annoyed me for a while, but oh, I love the island flashbacks. Well, it got, it got annoying because it kept interrupting the story oh, that the I like thing. in order to tell us about this, and I <laughs> almost would have preferred if like we had just had like a season an episode or two of like the island, like right. just everything that happened just in one fell swoop, and then like it takes like to like season. 
three and a half to get through what happened and like how he ended up back in Star City. Yeah, know? I thought that show like, kind of lost its flair once they said, "Oh yeah, he got off the island," but then he went back. I was like, "Hmm." Yeah, and <laughs> like he doesn't what? go back once or twice. It's like a reoccurring trip for him. Like it's like in his GPS. Yeah, I was like, "All right, y'all, y'all kind of lo- like yeah. y'all took away like, something." I special. mean, they brought it. They brought it back for like season four. That was, you know, but like I don't know. I just yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry, I'm off topic. I'm off topic. I just, <laughs> it relates. I, just, I really thought that they were going to do something like that with, you know, Arrow instead of like Iron Fist, you know, and I was like, ah, that yeah. seems like a bad play. But Yeah. Okay. And I was impressed with season two because they actually amped up the martial arts aspects. Like, I was like, okay, he's kicking ass and he he's using the Iron Fist a lot more. You know, it still doesn't look as cool as I want it to look. Like, I want the Iron Fist to look like it does in the comic books. Where, with like, the bandana and everything. I want the, well, they had the bandana. Oh, they brought, oh, it is in there. Yeah, but it's like a flashback where they're fighting for the title of it and shit uh, like that. And I was like, okay, well, cool. At least they gave it a cameo. It's, yeah, it's there. Like, for like a whole episode. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, I wanted the fist to have like the whole fiery yeah like the thing. yeah yeah. You know, but instead it just kind of glows up like E.T.'s finger. And I'm like, all right, that's, uh, eh. I guess they're trying to make it more realistic. <laughs> I'm like, let's not ground this. Yeah, shit. like this we're is a in Marvel show. Like, yeah, like we're in Marvel guys, but maybe he's not. I don't know, Marvel tends to be more grounded than like DC stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, DC got Flash. You know, all right, bending the laws of physics. Superman turning back time by flying really fast. Like, okay, that was Superman too, and that was like not canon to anything. <laughs> book. That was like I don't even. To be honest, I don't even. I respect the old Superman movies, but I don't really like. I don't kiss their ass like a lot of people yeah. do. Like, come on. It was mad cheesy fam. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they were great. But... Like, oh, Lewis is dead. I'm going to go around time and rewind. I'm like, I'm it's pretty like, that's sure not that's how, not how it works. works. Uh, specifically in DC, you're it's, like one of the characters that definitely can't do that. Like, it's funny because there was a Green Lantern movie that almost got made with Jack Black and that was going to be the third act of the movie. Like him fucking up so bad that he destroyed the planet and he's going to be like, oh shit, I'm just going to make a green lantern superman to go <laughs> to, to, yeah. to go back and rewind time and shit like that and i was like that's so out there of a concept i kind of hate that it didn't get made i'm really glad it didn't <laughs> get made but then what we got instead was just as bad yeah i was about to say i would i, I, I think, think i almost ju- would have rathered that instead of ryan reynolds like, there to movie which I, is not his fault it, it's not his fault yeah but i'm not gonna lie that 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 was kind of a cool concept. I mean, it was making fun of the Superman thing because Superman is apparently fictional in that movie's universe. And what? yeah, I know it was it was like two thousand two, two thousand three. So, so was, they just threw all. One, we already like, know Warner Brothers has a history. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right. Speaking of, all right, we, we gotta we gotta get into let's it. get into the shits. Yeah, <laughs> I've been holding back so. This morning, I wake up to some interesting news. I'm, like, checking my phone. Having a good morning. Having know? a good morning. Impending hurricane doom. Right. You know, the yeah. sky's out, and it's nice looking. Yeah. You know? And I see an article saying, like, Henry Cavill is out as Superman. And I'm like... And I know you threw a desk or something, like... I did. I had to make memes about it just to get over it, kind of. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. And, like, you know... Uh, okay, so let me get into it. Go ahead, man. So, Give him the heat. Okay, so apparently Warner Brothers has been trying to figure out what they want to do with Superman, right? And just make Man of Steel too. <laughs> pretty much what everybody wants. But uh, <laughs> but basically, they wanted Henry Cavill to cameo in New Line Shazam movie. 
which makes sense because Billy Batson is a fan of Superman, so yeah. it would have been cool to see them fly together or some shit like that. And Shazam's like a fairly strong character in DC, so like it kind of makes sense. For and he like, gives him extra juice. And like in the new animated DC movies and stuff, like Shazam's like more or less a part of the Justice League right from the jump, so it kind of makes sense if they're going to go with that, right? To have Shazam and Superman be in this. You know. Yeah, and it gives Superman a positive boost because it's in a lighthearted movie, so it's yeah. a nice little sidestep to. Because things have been pretty uh, dramatic and dark for Superman. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he keeps trying to be a lighthearted guy, but like just everything that happens to him is... You know. Right. Yeah. And so, apparently, uh, due to scheduling conflicts on Mission Impossible Fallout, uh, he couldn't do it, you know? And, and also, they couldn't come into agreement about the pay because, you know, his contract was up after Justice League, so they yeah. had to renew the deal. Right. So, that means you got to lock him in for however many movies you want. And they're just saying, oh, we just want the cameo. But that's not how it works. It's yeah, like, like he he wants a contract, essentially. Yeah. Like, I mean. yeah, and so his agent, uh, Danny Garcia, who is The Rock's ex-wife and also his manager. Yeah, doesn't she work for WME? Isn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. And, uh, oh, look at you. And uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I think, uh, yeah, she was basically saying the same things I was saying. Like, hey, fucking put a good contract out and pay the man what he's worth because he just was in fucking Mission Impossible Fallout and people loved him in it. Yeah. It made... I was really surprised to see him in it. Like, I didn't give myself any spoilers. Right. And I was shocked. And right. he did a great job. He like, was such a good villain. Yeah, like... I, I don't know. I don't know what made them think we can do this without Henry Cavill, but they are really wrong. Like they're like bet it all. That's like trying to. Yeah, <laughs> that's like trying to build the MCU after making the first like two Iron Man movies and then being like, let's replace Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that like, wouldn't work. We would have all just looked at Marvel and been like, no, what are y'all doing? Why? Why would you ever? Like, yeah, it just wasn't. The, this is literally the, one of the worst, if not the worst, call they've made since. <laughs> this is the worst call they've made. Yeah, like <laughs> the worst. All of their movies, with like the exclusion of basically Wonder Woman, were yeah. kind of bad. Man of Steel was okay. Man of Steel is the best, the, the pinnacle. I don't know. You know, I, I think was, Wonder Woman's better. No, but. Wonder Woman's not better than Man of Steel. I'm sorry, I might get crucified for this, <laughs> but just like Jesus, you got to take a stand. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm gonna say Jesus was literally just following orders. He didn't take a stand. He was given. Instructions. I mean, he had to. She had to choose though, because he. Had, no, he didn't. He yeah, was literally was a, given instructions. No, there was a whole segment in the Bible where he's like, he says, "Hey, if you can, let this cup pass from me," and that meant, "Hey." I really don't want to do this shit. So if you could avoid me having to do this, God said, "Nah, you go." Like, <laughs> yeah, <"What's> me. <laughs> yeah, and so and, and so yeah, he had the choice. But whatever, we're not gonna not get into the biblical right, stuff. Never mind. We're not get into the biblical stuff. But anyways, I just think yeah, Man of Steel works it, it, as a as a movie, like cinematography, acting, characters. It's got a great villain. Wonder Woman has a shitty villain. Come on, they had a shitty. That's fair. They had the fucking that's that's dude fair. from fucking. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, uh, uh, whatever Lupin, his name is. Professor yeah, Lupin. Yeah. Yeah, okay, like, you're right. They're villain. The not fuck out of here. Not at all great. And you're then right. okay, and then I mean Wonder Woman. She was great. I love Wonder Woman, but she, you know what? What, else? what? Like she was fantastic. She she was basically perfect. It's like she was made. To okay, is Wonder Woman doing hijinks for like an hour and forty five minutes of just running into other men and then having her say, "Oh, this is wrong." I'm like, okay, cool. I like Wonder Woman doing that, but I wanted to see her go up against the bad guy and have something to have the character arc. She had no character arc in that movie. 
I mean, this was an origin story, bro. Like they're gonna Man give of Steel was an, an origin arc. story, and he had an arc. He went from having he went from looking for his whole his fucking lineage, right, and then his fucking lineage comes back. You know, it's kind of destroy. an unf- it's kind of an unfair comparison, given that like no, he, he has he has an origin. upbringing here on Earth that gives him the basis for his character. No, arc. you could have did a one. She Woman. doesn't really have that. Like, yeah, it does. I mean, they they tried was to, happenstance at best. I mean, they tried to do a whole twist with her saying like, uh, what did they say? Oh yeah, you're a demigod. Uh, and she's like freaking out they about it. They probably should have explored that more. I was like, y'all. I was like, well, there would have been a great way to introduce like some of the like the big characters for dc you know never mind i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go down no, no, that no, road. no 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 we're going down this road because <laughs> because this is this is the pinnacle of this episode guys like i'm really upset about the superman thing and i'm just oh, trying I to understand. make sense of it I, I am too and believe me there's no sense to be had like warner brothers has just decided we're going to ruin our own Let's movie franchise after making a bunch of subpar films like i mean y'all had to man of steel and wonder woman were your only legs to stand on, and then you tried to build on that with, with. I'm not gonna lie, BVS is kind of in the middle. It it's bad. It's kind of like Direct, like the theatrical version is bad. Was bad. Yeah, but the, the that's but, what we're comparing these. But to. I'm but I'm not because I'm looking at the complete vision of somebody's oh work. Are you really are you really gonna do this again? Are we really <laughs> going to have the Zack Snyder commentary again? You know, it was funny because when he Can got you hop off this man, please. Never, I would never, unless he does something really bad, like some type of sexual allegation or something. But um, under any other circumstance, no, won't. Oh you know, but I think. Uh, I have my issues with the man, but really, because I've never heard one. Okay, yes, he can go too dark. Yes, that's what? true. No, he doesn't. He can't go too Are you dark. Kidding? The director's cut of Batman v Superman has someone shanking another inmate because they got branded by Batman. That was pretty fucking grim. And I was Superman like, man broke like his cousin's neck. It wasn't his cousin, but They're yeah. basically cousins. <laughs> no, they're basically. But he broke the dude's neck. Yes, but that was necessary for Superman's character to have to take on the Superman complex of him saying no one dies ever again. It was a dirty feeling. I didn't like. Like no, like <laughs> like I like how, like just in contrast to Batman, it's like hmm, killing was a lot more efficient. Like well, I don't even think it was. Batman doesn't like go around killing people, but you know, like the few times Batman has ever killed anyone, like all the times that I saw in that movie were like involuntary killings. Like the guy that threw the grenade at him and he smacked it back at him. It's like, yeah. what are you supposed? I'm supposed to do like just let it blow up in front of me? No, nah. you threw it. I mean, hey, don't what get me happens? wrong. I'm on board with Batman often people. Like, yeah. And honestly, Superman could really wrap up all the world's problems in like 30 minutes if he just like got over himself. Well, I don't even think he was in, in himself. Like, or in Not himself. over himself. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't even, I, I think he was just he was doing what he was supposed to be doing. It's just that in the real world, there would be shit to be said. Like, like what, what okay, are you going to say to the, the guy who bullets bounce off? We of? would say, hey, why are you going over inter- international waters and fucking fighting other people's wars and shit like that and you're wearing our colors and you're from fucking kansas like (laughs) it's like you're like we own you're basically u.s property at this point wow (laughs) no but it's it's, i mean they say that in batman v superman and and then there's this whole scene where he's in the uh courthouse and he's supposed to say and here's where i had to beef with the movie they're like grinding him over the rails in this courthouse scene saying he's not supposed to do shit he's not supposed to do shit without their permission and all that stuff, and then they're like, "Do you have anything to say?" And then there's this slow, like, zoom in shot of Superman, and I'm like, "All right, this is the like inspirational moment of Superman saying, 'Hey, I'm just a guy trying to do the right thing, and I don't care 
what anybody says, but when you see somebody in trouble, you help them. Something along those lines. Something cheesy and ridiculous. But it's Superman. That's yeah. like the essence of Superman. And yeah. I was expecting to see that because that would, would have been the defining moment for that character. But instead, we get some bullshit with some dude in a wheelchair blowing himself up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. And then I was like, all right, you just undercut the whole fucking... The best moment of your movie. Yeah, I was like, that could have been the thing that turned... That could have changed everybody's perception of that character. I just got some breaking news. Somebody just messaged me and said, go check Henry Cavill's Instagram. Okay, okay. (laughs) So we're about to get some some live breaking heat. (laughs) There's hope. There's hope. Let Let me see what this guy says. Oh shit, he did a video. Hold on. I'm gonna pause it right quick. I'm gonna pause this and then we're gonna come right back. So I just watched the fucking video. It was <laughs> the weirdest fucking shit I've ever seen. I was he, really hoping for something like I thought it was gonna be him saying, Hope lives again. <laughs> or like, I've decided to join the MCU. I would've I would have lost my okay, mind. Okay, so, but this might be his message, maybe. That might be his message. Is that what the Black Panther sticker is okay, for? Okay, so, so like, basically we just saw a video, right, of Henry Cavill saying today was exciting and then he posts a picture or he lifts up a superman toy but the sticker on the toy is black panther and i'm like hmm are you like announcing that you're about to join the mc <laughs> like question mark like if you want a good contract i mean that's the place to go you know i think this might actually be some type some form of uh, henry cavill is adam warlock what no Oh shit! Henry Cavill is Adam Warlock. If that happens, that'd be pretty dope, right? He would make a great Adam Warlock. I mean, he's he kind of looks the part, actually. He's Superman. Yeah. I mean, and I'm glad he's not like because I know how you feel about the blonde savior. <laughs> he's not blonde, you know. <laughs> he's not blonde. He's, but but you know what? What's interesting? This might all just be a negotiation tactic, like yeah, actually. like I think maybe they might have leaked this whole information. Maybe this is just me being a theorist or whatever. Like because the the internet reacted in a way that was like, uh, like we reacted in a very negative way to that news. Like, what the fuck are you? Oh yeah, everyone like right? pretty much threw DC under the bus. Like Warner Brothers is getting crucified. Like it was trending. I mean, it's everywhere. basically heat in order to make them like you know. Yeah, it was trending everywhere. Bring up a contract, like yeah, and so like and honestly, they should have just written this guy a contract. <laughs> like, and your 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 universe is built on this guy. Like, what are you doing? Like, right. Man of Steel was the introduction to the DCU. Like you, and they posted a fucking message this morning after the news broke because everybody was like, oh well, we gotta wait for an official thing. And Warner Brothers was like, we have a great relationship and great respect for Henry Cavill that continues to remain unchanged. Additionally, we have made no current decisions regarding any upcoming Superman films. I'm like, that is like... That's actually like not a great thing to tell <laughs> us because what that says is that you haven't decided to make the movie we all want, Man of Steel 2. Yeah. Like, what you're telling us that, like, this is true. You you guys just haven't done anything. Like, yeah, and it's saying that they are focusing, their main priority right now is Supergirl. Supergirl yeah. And I'm just like... You really, like... I've already had this whole podcast discussion about <laughs> Supergirl, and I'm like, why not just put that in a Superman movie? And well, their argu- have her be a, have Their her argument for not doing that is that... And I actually kind of understand this. It makes it does make some sense if you do the math, Dan. I'm not, don't do the math with me. <laughs> yeah, so I did the math, all right? Supergirl is older than Superman is when they, when either one of them lands on the planet, right? She's his older cousin, so no matter when they get there, you know, she's always older. But, wrong. Wrong. I'm doing my nerd voice. 
She's, You're wrong. She's she's older than him. Wrong. But You're wrong. But she is. No, she's not. If you look at your comic books, she <laughs> Yo, can you stop doing that? It's really creepy. Sarah Joelle, she was going to follow Clark or Cal to Earth, right? But then she gets frozen in a block of ice and then over the years. Superman grows up and he's like 30, right? But then she wakes up, but she's still the same age. So she's like 17. Right, I, I know that. But she <laughs> was older than him when he got here. She was, but not anymore. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> not the point. The point is that because this Supergirl movie will be an intro movie, they have no need for Henry Cavill's character because Henry Cavill's character as Superman would have been an infant at the time. Wrong. That's literally their reasoning. It's in their article. No, it's not a good reason. You want to know why? Because Supergirl can't be Supergirl without Superman. I mean, look, man, that's in their article. That's not my opinion. That's yeah, what they said. Because, like, and I see what you're saying that she's older, but for her, in order for her to be older than him, she has to be on Krypton. So that would mean the whole movie takes place on Krypton before that's it explodes. Exactly what it means. So why yeah. isn't that just called? A, why isn't that just a Krypton movie? And you fucking get. Hey man, uh, ask them. Like it wasn't my terrible idea. You, like no, you become the outlet for my anger. And <laughs> I'm not defending, defending this poor choice. It sounds like you're. I want Man of Steel too. You, you said you I don't did want the math. <laughs> I did. Like she's older than him. No. Like, but, and just, then, and then, this is a horrible idea, yeah. But like, they're doing it, and, and that's and also, the reasoning in the article. And also, guys, I, I I know there's a couple of listeners out there who think I'm biased against Supergirl. I'm not. I watch the show, so. <laughs> and it's every like, other guy just it's like I'm not at, racist. I have one black friend. Like, what are you doing right it's not, now? It's, <laughs> it's not the same. same argument. It's not the same. I watch Supergirl, so therefore, I'm not biased towards a Supergirl movie. I'm just saying you can't really have a Supergirl. And I said this with the show. You can't really have a Supergirl show without Superman. And then I, I mean, was I, right. agree. I agree with then, you. I think this is a terrible idea. But that was their reasoning was that they don't need Superman's mm-hmm. character because Supergirl would be go. older and he would be an infant at the time. I like, just want to go up to the studio, just walk up to the studio and just slap. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, this is a stupid reasoning. I want to like, personally slap everyone with like weighted gloves. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll join you, man. They can get these hands. Like, I'm just telling you that I, I understand that their idea behind this is that you know we don't need infant Superman. That I understand. It's the part where like your entire movie would yes have to take place on Krypton and would have to be about Brainiac essentially. You but have I was, to be the villain. Okay, like, but my pitch was infinitely better than that. And I'm oh, not even, yeah, it was. I'm like, not even up my own ass. I'm just saying, hey, it's a Superman movie, but Kara wakes up and just she's looking for, in. It, Just it, make it, Man of Steel 2. She's you know, like put Clark. two in quotes and it's got the two of them. Like, it's easy. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell me that tell me that wouldn't be great. Tell me Man of Steel 2 with having two super I get you. Like, I get you, cheesy t- t- like, I tell, <laughs> tell me that wouldn't have been great. I get like, you. As the surprise cameo, the way that Wonder Woman was supposed to be the surprise cameo for a uh, Well, BBS, see, I would want like, the whole movie to be centered around Supergirl. I want a Superman movie where he's just trying to like, like show raise this. his older cousin. <laughs> yeah, and kind of show her the ropes because the power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And, I when mean, you're yeah. four- and when you're 14 and you have all those powers and you're trying to like... Yeah, I mean, and you're dealing with PTSD. Clark had his quote unquote dad. I mean, yeah, and this would be the first time he's ever had to like teach somebody, like, yeah, hey, I mean, the, restraint. Like, yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. These are great ideas, but Warner Brothers decided differently. And then, oh, and what could be interesting too is she could be like, oh, what happened to, uh, you know, like a. Uh, Zod and all those people because she just remembers him as yeah, like friends they were and family friends and, yeah. and then he would be like 
uh, what had happened was yeah, and then you'd be like, well, what about the Regenesis Chamber that could like bring back more Kryptonians? He was like, well, I said Krypton had his chance, and then I shot the. <laughs> I, I blew it up with yeah, my heat vision. Uh, Krypton's last hope. Yeah, that's And that's then that neat. kind of should put them at odds for most of the movie. Like, they're not fighting each other, but it should be like, yeah, she's yeah. like, wow. So what you, you're saying is you killed the only other Kryptonians. You committed genocide. And you're responsible for, like, the end of our species. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. and she would be like, you're not worthy of being a fucking Kryptonian. Right, like, you're, 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 not, like that. you're not from the House of L anymore. I've, yeah. just, I've just disowned you. Yeah, and that could be interesting to see Superman kind of, like, have to deal with that because he's had to deal with that himself, like, on a, like, psychological level. Oh, yeah, him. I mean, he basically doomed his own race. So yeah. Whatever. But, but now there's hope because there's now it's her and she can yeah. meet Jimmy Olsen. Oh wait, he's dead in this universe. Sorry. Uh, yep. Yeah. But oh, this this uh, oh, did you okay, this is there's some more stuff we got to unpack here. Yeah. Cuz this is the rest of the episode, guys. So yeah, stop yeah. listening if you don't want to Yeah, hear if you if you want to talk about this, we're, <laughs> we're pretty much done after this. So. Yeah. So basically, they said they're even considering cat they were considering casting Michael B Jordan for the role of Superman down the road. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. I'm like, not for it. I'm Michael not B. with this great. Like, I like Michael B. Jordan, but no. I mean, I think I'm only down because it's Michael B. Jordan. I he love told Michael me it was B. Jordan. Gonna be like, I, I think he, know, like, I think he could be like an alternate universe Superman. Yeah, something. yeah, something like that. Because one, I think Michael B. Jordan in real life carries himself like Superman. Like when I like, there was some Instagram video of him like, like going up to some little kids and they're like all running up to him going, oh my god, oh my god, like freaking out, and he's like, oh, stay in school. Like oh you you doing good you making good grades and stuff like that and all and all that and I could see Superman doing that yeah. like just kind of like having like the Miles Morales Spider Man universe where it's like there's a different Spider Man he's right. like really really or grounded be, or he could be Icon who is basically uh, like Superman yeah yeah you're right actually I always wanted that. to see an Icon movie actually yeah I actually would like that that'd be pretty good yeah I, I would watch that yeah and okay and what's funny is this now puts everything in jeopardy. Yeah, you have Aquaman coming out, which is hopefully gonna be good. Which it's gonna be good. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But <laughs> all right, man. I'm right. I'm still. I'm, I'm You're not, still riding the giant shark to the box office. Yeah, like, yeah. But you know, I oh think. Uh, I, hey, I said it. Bet it all. Betting it all. <laughs> but it, it really is bet it all now because that's what well, this whole thing yeah, is like, ranging upon. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Man of Steel was a great pillar, but it pretty much was resting on Henry Cavill's shoulders. So, like, now, we're just going to go ahead else. and discount Man of Steel because we almost have, <laughs> oh, to, well, we we almost have to, like, take it out of we the can't. equation. Like, we can't. It's, it, everything that happened in Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman was so big that everything had repercussions after that. Like, yeah, Wonder, like, like Wonder Woman. She's a far more interesting character in Batman versus Superman than Wonder Woman. But I was, like, I, I was digging the contradiction of the two because I was like, okay, well, how does she get from being... So optimistic about people and human beings to being this fucking like cynical ass person in Batman v Superman. Who she caught a glimpse of twenty eighteen, <laughs> probably, or she, or she just kept seeing human beings do dumb shit for like yeah, 50, we're, we're 60 pretty years. terrible to each other. Like. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's that's a cool thing, but it might be too dark for some people to like. I mean, but she ended up becoming the Wonder Woman we know and love at the end of. B- BVS because she made a choice, blah blah blah. But whatever, I'm tired yeah. of talking about that movie. Yeah. But trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I will watch the director's cut with you. Yeah, all right? we're gonna and watch I, it, and I'll stop calling it trash after that. But yeah, until then, it. BVS and Suicide Squad were bad. Mm. Anyways, moving on. But now this puts all those other franchises at risk because you're you're 
Superman is what the Justice League is kind of built on. Yeah. And now that we've introduced the Justice League and, and you Affleck. have all these standalone ben movies. Ben gone too. Yeah, like you, you have a huge problem. <laughs> you now have to recast your Batman and your Superman on which your entire franchise rests. It'd be like if they basically had to recast uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans in the MCU. Like, right. Like, not only could this make or break the entire franchise, but until you do, your franchise is basically stalled. Like, you can't progress any further without these characters. So, yeah. I mean, Warner Brothers was already struggling with the <laughs> the entire DC universe that they've built here because, like, it's hit or miss every other movie. <laughs> it is. Like, it really like, is. In theaters, BV like BVS was not reviewed well. It wasn't, and then Wonder Woman was amazing, and Man of Steel was great. But then Suicide Squad wasn't reviewed well. It did well in the box office, but it wasn't reviewed well. And so, like every movie <laughs> they release is really hit or miss. So now we're at the hit where Aquaman's about to come out, and whatever oh comes God. after that is like probably gonna be a miss. Shazam, yeah, Shazam is gonna be a miss. <laughs> like Shazam, Shazam, I really have no faith in because like. Uh, number one, your track record is bad. But number two, you've introduced like a new character after Justice League, without actually exploring all the characters that were in Justice League. Like, yeah, and they were saying they were supposed to shoot the Flash movie in February. The Cyborg movie. Like, that's not happening. Even that, Ray Fisher was. Yeah. Like, I think a couple of days ago was like, yeah, that's gonna that's probably not gonna happen because I mean it's expensive to do. Well, yeah. Like I a mean, character like my character who's not that popular. Like it's a two hundred million dollar movie. Would you put two hundred million dollars down on a Cyborg standalone movie? I mean, Hell I'm no. not gonna. I'm Hell not gonna no. do that. Nah. I'm not gonna do it either. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say bet at all. I'd nah, be like, nah, nah. You could bet a little. <laughs> yeah, I would say, hey, let's do it. Let's do let's do eighty million, eighty million Cyborg movie. 50. And, I would say eighty. You got that much faith, and add a superhero cameo in it. We're good, but <laughs> I mean, this better be a Henry Cavill cameo. They're like, yeah, they gotta sure. keep giving him cameos in everyone's movie. Or you just cast a, a big name actor like get Michael B. Jordan to play. <laughs> yeah, to play like what's what's one of cyborgs like? I think you know? I thought he should have been cyborg. To be honest. Oh really? Because no. he voiced him in one of the animated movies, and I was like, that's a good fit. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I I could I could see that actually. Yeah, he'd be perfect because Cyborg is kind of like a robot Superman sort of. <laughs> I'm just saying, he yeah, kind of yeah. is. I, I I could see that. Okay, he's all American and shit. I I kind of like that idea. Yeah, but, but yeah, you're right. A standalone Cyborg movie, yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. It'd also be expensive to make. Like, just, yeah, I would change it. I'd be like, hey, let's make the suit like an actual physical suit. Let's not try to do that CGI full shit. CGI. Yeah, that no. was weirdly expensive. Like <laughs> to the point where like I was like question marking that whole movie. Like, how much did this cost? In you? in 4K, the movie looks like the visuals look pretty great but i was also like all right you could have scaled back a little bit right like you on. could have spent this money on making a better movie but anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah but anyway and you know it's hard because i think warner brothers in general is like the like you know in a movie where like like people have to like a group of friends has to keep a secret but there's that one friend that like it's like unraveling in front of the other friends. And oh, you're so like, our, our group of friends. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and you're like, oh, that, that person's going to crack. Yep. And, we they know do, and they do some is. stupid shit. Warner Brothers has been continually doing that for most of their movies. They did it with Suicide Squad, which was apparently a more serious movie before they saw a cut of it. And then they were like, all right, this movie needs to be more fun. And so they got a team of editors who do trailers for a living to edit the movie. Oh Thus, God. you have the soundtrack of the movie being all these weird songs. Like, there's like three good songs on that. Soundtrack. I mean, it's, it's like, got a good it's... soundtrack, but 
they use some songs like from like 2003, like Eminem. Uh, this looks like a job for me. So everybody. oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, it worked. You yeah, know? I mean, but it was like okay, this is interesting that you got and and they made the movie more fun and then that helped the movie make more money because I, I think they were reacting off of Batman versus Superman being so serious that they were like, all right, well we gotta fucking. Yeah, like, we gotta make balance it, this out. Somehow. Yeah, we like, gotta no, make it just fun. make just make your universe dark. Like it's it's fine. Like we all would have been fine with it. Like the injustice timeline as our DC universe would have been fine. Like, well, see, that was I think that was what was I think Justice League was headed like Justice League Two was headed in that direction where Superman was going to end up being a uh, regime Superman. Yeah, and yeah. then and then the Flash was going to go back in time because he actually and did, that would have led to the Flashpoint movie, which would have been fantastic. But see, that's why I can't hate Batman v Superman because it really swings for the fences with certain ideas, like the scene where the Flash goes back, the future Flash shows up, and he's like, he's like. Don't trust Superman. You were right about him. And then he's like, Lois is the key. She's the key. And then he like yeah. gets sucked back in and Superman or and Batman is just like freaked out and like you know, you kinda don't know if it was a dream sequence or not with the whole future, yeah. but it was not. Yeah, I mean And so you're like oh. I I mean that's I'm like the injustice timeline <laughs> would have been great. Yeah, but I'm like out. you you haven't done a great job of creating movies that will fit in that timeline. Like, and maybe maybe I'm judging too soon because right now all we're getting are a bunch of origin stories. Aquaman, right. Wonder Woman, Man of Steel. These are all origin stories. Suicide Squad is just an origin story for some of their more popular villains right. like Croc and Harley Quinn and stuff like that. Like, And they didn't actually give their origins. They just gave like that two-second <laughs> screen clip. Where it was like, it's like a trading card of them, you know, which, oh my God, it's a great Iconic idea. Iconic poses and shit. Yeah, yeah the dead like, shot one was pretty tight. But, oh yeah, definitely. But like, yeah. But like, I'm just like, okay, well, you haven't done a great job of like setting us up for the Injustice timeline. And you certainly can't do that now since, you know, your actor just walked on your... You know, and it's not even like, like, yeah, I think Henry Cavill in general is on the greener pastures, regardless of what happens next after this. Because, like, I already knew that he was going to be a big actor. If, like, the fucking Rocks manager is managing you, she obviously sees something in you. And, And like, his job on Man of Steel, he did so well that, like, that alone was all he really needed to do. I feel like it was kind of a gift to Warner Brothers to keep making movies, honestly. Honestly, yeah. Warner Brothers needed... They wanted to make a franchise so bad, like a a cinematic universe so bad that they just gave it to Zack Snyder and gave him free reign on it. Because Christopher Nolan was like, hey, I made three Batman movies and I don't know how to do a legitimate comic book movie universe. So just let me... Like, that was my trilogy. Let me bow out. Like, Like, yeah. And And you know what? He bowed out gracefully because if he had had been in this new (laughs) DC universe, I would have been like... It wouldn't have worked. But he did produce... Batman v Superman and and Man of Steel. He produced those two, so he had some influence, and he did try to steer Zack Snyder in a different direction. Like with the next snap, he was saying, "Hey, it'd be better if Superman just like sucks them into the Phantom Zone or something like that." And then Zack was like, "No, nah, I want that." <laughs> and I'm with and I'm with Zack on that because I was exp- I wasn't expecting them to do that. Yeah, Even like, when he has his hand around his neck, I'm like, "Oh, Superman." Yeah, he's not gonna do it. But that's, see, this that's what I love about Zack Snyder. Like, I love his dark stuff. It's not Zack Snyder that I have an issue with. It's the rest of the DC <laughs> universe that they've built for him. Like, yeah, it's not Zack Snyder. Not he's Zach. great. Like, I'm a fan. That might be a thing too. Is that everybody else has to emulate what he's already laid the groundwork for? So maybe they should have hired somebody that was more generic. Maybe, in that yeah. way, like if you look at the Marvel movies, 
and I'm not trying to jab at any of the Marvel movies. I was gonna say, good I love the, taking a shot. No, 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 like, no, most I'm, of those I'm, are fantastic. I'm not taking a shot at the Marvel movies, but I'm saying like cinematically, like from like a, a film perspective, they're pretty. They're shot like TV shows almost. Yeah, like, like there's Guardians only, is basically just like there's a, a cu- TV show. Yeah, there's I mean. a couple a couple of Marvel movies where I'm like, wow, that's a film, not a movie. I, I like to make that difference. Like a film to me is like something where they put a lot of effort into the way it looks, <laughs> the way the shot looks. They're not just setting up two shots and close ups and stuff like that. Everything yeah. has a specific format and stuff like that. And so, like you look at the first Iron Man, John Favreau did a great job. It's yeah. a fun movie. Is it cinematic and filmy? Maybe, but it's a good start. Yeah, it's yeah. a great start. And Cap, then, oh my God, Cap one. Cap was very cinematic. Honestly, every Cap was every phenomenal. Cap hit. Like those I were films. I can't pick apart a single one of those. Like every one it of worked. them was great. Yeah, like, they were. Don't get me wrong. There's plot holes here and there, but it worked. Ninety percent of each one of those, at least, is great. It works. Yeah, yeah. and then you get something like Ant Man and the Wasp, and you look at it, and you're like, you're right, like this isn't this really. isn't ill. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, just, like, you just need to know that this is a no right from the jump. Yeah, like, a lot if, of people were drinking the Kool Aid. Like, no, that movie's great. I'm like, Thor two, Thor two. I was like, if you don't get this trash away from, they tried me. to make that one more cinematic, which I appreciated. Like, it looks better than the first Thor. Like, yeah, it, from it, a film it looks but the better. Yeah, it's just poor. yeah, it's like it's the actual bad. quality of the movie is terrible, but it yeah. looks really great. Yeah. And, and like, I'm glad they you like the only use of Thor two was to introduce like more of the infinity stone stuff yeah like that was pretty much it and it sets up a small plot point in thor 3 yeah honestly could have done without like (laughs) literally like you literally could have done the movie without those 10 minutes in thor 3 that that mattered so like just i agree i don't know i feel like you could have cut thor 2 out i think it was bad in general oh yeah for sure yeah i feel like a lot of the marvel movies and this isn't again this isn't a, a jab at them at all i just think all of most of them you know look the same like they occupy the same world and stuff like that yeah so there's continuity there for the most yeah, part yeah which is what they're it's, going it's, for it's anyway good, yeah I mean, they've built a universe properly yeah. Warner brothers yeah so, so it's it's not so it's not very director specific yeah now warner brothers they were of they're a studio that's built on the backs of directors like they're like they will support you or they were known for supporting a director's vision yeah but now they're kind of known for saying yeah you can do what you want and then when it's not what they want, they try to remold it into what they want, and then it which is a shitty which movie. creates this hodgepodge of you know DC Universe <laughs> movies that are like hit or miss. We're yeah. looking at Aquaman, like here's looking at you, man. Because if you're not the one, like we yeah, I was about to we're say, in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Aquaman to me looks like it's very director driven. Like it looks like they looked at James Wan and were like, hey, we have no fucking idea how to do an Aquaman movie. Like, can you just take what? Zack Snyder did. And Here's just like fucking... two hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, like just and, just make and, and just make make like make like BVS, but like <laughs> good and funny. <laughs> like let's make like it. It's like take Guardians of the Galaxy and BVS and smash those two together and tell us what you come up with for Aquaman. And it looks fun. It looks like an adventure movie. I mean, yeah, it, it but, does look. But, I'm I'm nervous. It, but. but what bums me out is if it's good, it doesn't matter because. Because now they don't have a universe. Because now they're gonna, well, they're gonna have to press the reset button, and yeah. this could be years down the line. I mean, we're they, gonna have to flashpoint this whole thing. Like, now you yeah. have to make the Flash movie because Flash has to fix all of this. Like, well, yeah, and then that's gonna be weird because people are gonna be like, uh, "I don't like that new Superman." Yeah, 
I mean, I don't like, I don't like, and like the thing is like when he flashpoints this whole thing, right? Like assuming that's the route they go, because if they try to do anything, (laughs) seems like the obvious route. Yeah. It seems like you're like, this is your hail Mary. You have a character that time travels, use it. Yeah. Like when he goes back and undoes everything and then it recasts, you know, Batman and Superman, it rewrites Wonder Woman's character to be like the version that we saw in BVS. Like when it fixes the many, (laughs) the many issues with your universe. Right. And then he comes back. You still have to explain that scene where he's warning Batman about Superman in the first place. Oh like, yeah, and you're then gonna they have to like, like re-flashpoint. You're gonna have to do like Flashpoint two or something. Yeah, too. they were like Lois is the key, and I was expecting Injustice League for Lois to come into play. And it right, didn't like happen. I'm expecting like you know the death of Lois to be like you know like in Injustice the death of Lois is essentially what sets him over the edge. That and the death of his unborn child, like yeah. that sets him off. You know, yeah. like so. We, we need that. Like, her character needs to have a bigger role in these movies now. Like, I don't know, there's just a lot of issues with this universe. And we were really, really counting on Flash and Superman <laughs> to make this universe work. Because Batman's always dark. Like, and you know what? You know, like, and Aquaman's always just going to be funny now. Like, that's who they've made him. Like, that's not how he was in the comics. Yeah, but that's who they've made him. Yeah, he is. So, yeah. that's who he's going to be now. So, you can't build the Injustice universe on Aquaman. You can't build it on Batman, who's always dark anyway. You can't, <laughs> they tried. Suicide like, Squad was a nice attempt to kind of... I mean, bro- bro- yeah, bro- but it kinda like... Worked. It, it kind of worked. You got a Harley Quinn uh, solo movie coming out. Yeah, Sirens. Suicide Squad is... It, it did its job. Yeah. It did its damn job. It, it did. It wasn't a but great I'm, movie. I'm not, but yeah, like, I have problems with it, too. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to say it was a complete wash, because it, it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. I just don't think it but did it But at what cost? Well. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just, you sold, you sold a lot of souls to make that happen. Yeah. And, and even then, it's like, okay, so you got Suicide Squad, which is a, a funny dark side, right? We can deal with that. We got BVS, which is, like, the serious dark side. Okay, cool. You know, Man of Steel, it wasn't dark, but it did a great job of setting up his fall from grace. Like, all of these things were fine. It's just that, like, now you've taken away Henry Cavill, who you needed for this to work. <laughs> He's essential. An and essential it's just there's no scenario that ends with you being able to pull this off without him, except if you flashpoint everything. And then you have to figure out how you don't show Superman in your Flashpoint movie, which is the whole reason he needs to go back to warn Batman in BVS was because of Superman. How do you do this? Yeah, I don't like, even think Henry Cavill would even agree to show up in a he's Flashpoint not gonna, yeah, he's not gonna show as an evil Superman. He's, if he's not going to cameo in Shazam's movie, he's not going to cameo in Flash's <laughs> either. Like, so I don't see how you manage to make it so that Flash goes back, warns Batman, Flashpoints the entire DC universe, and then recasts everybody to start telling the Injustice timeline. Honestly... The Flashpoint movie should be a Zack Snyder movie. If I know like, that sounds I, crazy, I, I, I know that sounds crazy, but that's the only material where it makes sense because it's dark as fuck. It's not supposed to be fun. Well, yeah, the Flashpoint Chronicle was like dark. I it's mean, so dark, and it feels exact. People got shot, like for real. Sh- like it, we're not talking about lasers or not real out, bullets. No, like shot, <laughs> like in the head, everything. Like, and I was, and I was like, hey, that could be a cool thing and it seems like his flashpoint was going to be very different considering it was superman joining dark side and being like not willingly evil i don't think he chose that version just snapped i think he just he got corrupted by dark sides uh whatever equation i forget what it's called um the anti-life equation, equation yeah. yeah i think he just got corrupted by that and that's why everybody's wearing superman patches like the soldiers are having the superman patches yeah I mean, and i'm like okay cool 
That's that's a cool. That 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 could be it, man. And I mean, I hope. I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder did a good job with BVS. I think what <laughs> happened with it was that like all of their edits and nonsense and what got like released to the theaters was so bad. It was that, trash. Like, yeah, like it was trash. I'm pretty sure that Zack Snyder's like hour of content that made it through was probably good. Yeah, he was saying that there was so many compromises he had to do. He was saying, "All right, you can cut this out, but only if I get a director's good." I'm like. You know how painful that would be oh, yeah, in life to like have like a full. It's like if someone comes to you and says this painting is terrible, we're gonna need these five things removed. And you're like, ouch. Like, yeah, you're like, bro, it doesn't work without it. Like people like, are literally gonna have problems with this not being in there. And I was one of the people that was bitching about like, how can Superman not see through that a wheelchair? You know, there's a bomb in it. He obviously would have saw that. And then in the director's cut, he's like, or they were like, it was lined with lead. He couldn't see it. And I was like. That was three seconds. You yeah, like, why'd you cut that? Like, that's a huge, major issue I took with that movie was, like, you're telling me that this guy didn't, like, detect the bomb? Like, I was just like, all right, come on. And I, and, and there's still stuff in there that's going to bother you, like, yeah. him, like, just grimacing. Like, whole casting. Jesse Eisenberg. Now, if there's one person who's taking an L, the biggest L in this universe, is Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. He took the biggest L. He I was did. I was rooting for him because I was like, oh, well, I saw The Social Network, and they're kind of going for that vibe and i've read some comic books where it's lex is like that but they just made him like this like fucking riddler type yeah and they made him doomsday and, oh yeah like, oh, it yeah. wasn't good oh yeah when he like created that yeah it, it wasn't prototype. it wasn't good um it, it didn't look even look like the Doomsday. Didn't I look like, like I didn't know like that was Doomsday at first. Like, but Zack Snyder's all over the place. He was like, "Oh, that was just a proto Doomsday." He was like, "That wasn't the real Doomsday." And I'm like, "All right, so you had a plan." Okay, but I'm like, yeah. Like, but I'm like, see, what's the what point? I'm saying, like, Zack Snyder's <laughs> not what I have an issue with. It's all of Warner Brothers. <laughs> like, yeah, everything was, they put out is bad. Everything he makes is good. Yeah, I was about to say maybe. The problem is, and we're just trying to puzzle piece this all together. I'm just trying. This to all ties it. back to Henry Cavill leaving Superman. Yeah, because I'm, like that was yeah, key. Yeah, I'm like maybe Zack Snyder didn't plan on making a franchise. He just wanted to make a like a good movie, or like, he wanted to make a full story arc, but, but it was gonna end like the Dark Knight movies. I think. Uh, after, yeah, there I was think, gonna be a conclusion to, you know, so it was gonna be like BVS sets up the main conflict and then. You know, just movie X. It uh after Justice it, League like, Two, it might have been it. It was. It shows like okay, so like this is where like the divide becomes like a real injustice style regime. Superman insurgency, Batman situation, and then like you know, movie Y. You know, it it <laughs> it comes out Pieces and it's together. like the, yeah, I'm just like and this is like the resolution of the conflict where like you know Superman either dies for real this time mm. or like. You know, there's some sort of like flashpoint thing where they like reset it all to fix it. Like, it, 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 I could see your thing where like he's just trying to make a story arc, but that's not what Warner Brothers gave us. Yeah, they were just like, like fuck it. Yeah, like I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I wanna, I wanna be on Zack Snyder's team. I think he did a great job. It's just I wonder, Warner I wanna, Brothers does stuff like this. I wanna know ruins. how he feels about this. He put he put a storyboard out uh, like three hours ago on his Vero account, and it was like a storyboard of Superman, and it said. The S stands for hope or something like that. And I was like, does he know something that I don't know? Like the timing of this is very cryptic. And I was just like, 
Or is he telling us to have hope that Henry Cavill will return, I guess? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I mean, I hope he does, because if not, I'm probably not watching any more <laughs> of these movies. Like, yeah, yeah, I was about to say. I'll I, see Aquaman, and that's probably that's it. it. Yeah, that's like, it for me. I don't want to see Shazam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Flash movie will be bad now. Well, I'm not going to bullshit. I'm going to see them all regardless, but I might not pay to see them. I'll probably, like, go to screenings, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Like, I'll pay for the ones I want to see, but I'm not going to support warner brothers stupidity any yeah. longer like they have to suffer for this we've all got now. that friend that keeps making bad life choices and we keep giving them chances you know we keep being there for them they get to the party they drink an eighth of a bottle of vodka and they puke up their guts and, we, and we're there oh, for them so dark. <laughs> we're there for them yeah. you know and then they do it again for the fifth time and then we're like you know at some point we kind of just got to let you take that ill so you go you go sit in your puke for a while i feel like, like henry cavill's character in mission impossible is saying exactly what his what Henry Cavill is going through. It's like it's like how many times has has can this man be betrayed, uh, disavowed, and then before he's had enough. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, he was foreshadowing. Yeah, he was like, look, I'm gonna lead these movies because uh, if I get one more movie from Warner Brothers that's trash, I'm out. And then they had the audacity to offer their star player a cameo. <laughs> You know, Shazam. Movie. And that's it. Like, like, hey, we just want you to cameo in this movie. How dare you? I'd be like, I'm sorry. Who do you think I'm playing? <laughs> like, do you, you guys. Want, you want Superman to just show up and pal around with Shazam? <laughs> I think he should be learning from me, given that he's like 12. And yeah. I'm, you know, like 35. Like, they could have did a whole homecoming type situation. Spider Man homecoming type I, I would have liked it more than Spider Man homecoming. You didn't even see Spider Man Homecoming. I would have liked it more listen, than the listen, premise listen, of Spider Man listen, Homecoming. Listen, this guy fucking I'm I'm just sidetracked. This Yo, guy fucking ahead. talks shit about Spider Man Homecoming so much, but he's never actually seen it. I'm like, bro, you would like it. I've I've seen enough of the reviews. But to you've know seen that, all like, the other Superman I mean all the other Spider Man movies, so you're kinda like you've got your favorite. So I mean you already I know. do. Like, you know what? You know what? I will watch Homecoming with you, and you can <laughs> help me understand why it isn't just some Disney bargain brand Spider-Man nonsense. Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say Oh, okay. So, <laughs> no, I just wanted to check. No, no, no. I'm not going to say that. I think he totally is, but... <laughs> but I missed my case, but he's, but he's still But he's still entertaining. He's, that doesn't subtract from the entertainment of it. I, I mean, sure, maybe it's like entertaining and all, but I It's kinda, not my Spider-Man. I also kind of hate this whole... You know, Tony Stark is my dad routine. It's like, that's not, that's not, not what Spider-Man. happened. That's Spider-Man not how, is more of a loner. Yeah, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, I get you. I, like, I totally understand. He didn't have anyone as a father figure other than Uncle Ben, which you is part to, of the reason why he's like so distraught early you, on. I get like, you. But you have to remember, this is coming off a year after the Amazing Spider-Man 2 debacle, which was kind of like the Warner Brothers debacle. I mean, yeah. And it was I, for more petty shit. I really this. wanted to like The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it had <laughs> it had, it had some its moments. moments. Yeah, yeah, it had its moments. But like, the plot. my issues kind of stem from like, Electric. when they tried to three-piece villain this thing together. Where they at the very end, shit. at the very end, they threw in Rhino as like a, as like a, t- a hat tip to the fans. They're like, hey guys, we promised you three villains. Here's your third. Wink, wink, nud, nud. Like, you gave us he, three he did seconds show up in the beginning though but oh, i would have yeah. liked him for him to be a part of the block right more. like you you basically set up the idea of bringing together the sinister six and then like at the end of the movie you basically showed us this is where we're going and we were all like yeah and then you, but there's like an hour prior to that we were all like mm, no like, i think the movie there was too many with, with that movie it was just like warner brothers in the sense that there was too many like there were too many uh, chefs in the kitchen yeah like they had too many plots going on where like 
the romance thing, and which then, was great. I like that. I mean, I'm I'm a fan like of the Gwen Stacy Peter Parker. I I like they it. had amazing it's, chemistry. It's just that it took up a good portion of his character arc, and like it kind of bothers me that it did that because while Spider Man does have a lot of love interest in the comics and stuff like that, it, you don't really ever have to like. Like, that's never a huge component, except for the few times in the comics where, like, it's about that. Like, in general, his love interest doesn't come before his, you know, his, like, commitment, you know. Well, I think that was the, the thing, because I think the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, again, it was like a character arc where he wasn't the with great power, great responsibility guy yet. He, he just, was he was the goofball, the jokester. Like he's the Spider Man that we all kinda Well not even that see in the video games and the comics. Like he was like he was the, like that. Like the first one, I think he was just like at first he starts off as the guy just trying to find his uncle's killer. He never finds him. But then he saves somebody's life in the process, like a kid, and then the guy's like Oh yeah. And he's like, Oh my God, thank you so much and he's like, What should we call you? And then that's the first time that he's like, Oh shit, I'm actually kind of a superhero right now. Well yeah, yeah. I mean and that, I was, that that was great, yeah. But he's like, still like a he's still like the But he's not. He's for most of that movie he's he's not that guy. But then when you see Spider Man too or I mean before I skip to that, at the end of Amazing Spider Man he says he's not he can't see Gwen again because of her father yeah and then he totally backtracks on it five minutes later so yeah, he did, yeah. He's, he's like he, the, the lady's like oh don't keep promises you can't keep and then he's like oh but those, those are, the are the best kind guy. and i'm like this fucker <laughs> like i'm looking at it, like her dad just died last week i'm like, like captain stacy is literally rolling in his fucking grave yeah right dude now. he's like he's like like Mm, that was he's squirming that was kind of messed up and i was like okay so they're setting up the reaper i do like how funny he was in, in the, the movie sec- though oh, like in the first great. one he was just he was the a funny troll. spider-man like he was, <laughs> yeah he was such a troll and that's kind of what you expect from spider-man until stuff gets real like when he's yeah. actually being serious right and then like you kind of have to accept the fact that like as far as superhumans go in the mcu that are like still human excluding mutants like yeah no mutants just humans that are super yeah he's like way up there like oh yeah totally he's he, like, i thought they, they they portrayed all that accurately they they got his, his strength right they got his his uh quipping right yeah and stuff like that and with gwen helping him you know like uh oh, yeah, yeah. With the thing and you know the second one it was like and then like even that scene where like they show how smart he is to like be able to use his one web shooter to save all of those people and prevent I thought that them all was a bit dying. cheesy, but it was cool. I mean, yeah, but it was a really cool, was cool way to showcase, yeah. like, Spider hey, sense. we've got an amazing character, you know? Yeah. Like, I, it was, it, that was all great. It's just, like... Everything else. The Electro. Yeah. Electro. Electro wasn't feeling it. Uh, and the, then, like... The plot line about his dad. Yeah. And then, like, how they bring his dad back in the alternate ending or whatever. Oh, my yeah. God. That would have driven me through the roof. I would have been so mad. Like, the, your entire character is based <laughs> on the premise that your dad left you this stuff, you know? And, like, he, like that's that's a huge... If, if not the biggest, it's one of the biggest, you know, drivers of your character. And then you just literally retcon that whole thing by saying... I'm actually still alive. I was only testing you. What kind of like <laughs> or he was absentee like, father parenting is this where you're just like, let me give my kid superpowers and that no was, restrictions. I didn't like that either, that like, they made Peter Parker the chosen one in that sense too. Like, oh yeah, I hated that. Like no one else could have got that power. That Meanwhile, we have an entire Spider-Verse like filled with other, yeah. we've got Venom and uh, <laughs> you know Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Iron spider Agent Venom, uh, Spider Gwen, Jesus Christ, twenty ninety nine. Yeah, it's too many. But you know, I think uh, amazing, friendly neighborhood. Original. I'm sorry, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. My heart's broken, and I hope, 
that I was about to say Andrew Garfield comes back as Spider-Man, but no, I hope I loved uh, Andrew Garfield. He was great. You know, he could still come back in Venom. I mean, yeah, that's my theory. That's I I just want them to make a Spider Verse. I don't need Spider Man to be a part of the MCU. I just need a Spider Verse. Like, just give me all of the Spider Men in a movie. Like, give me Spider Gwen. She's great. Like, I just want to see Spider Gwen in there. Yeah, and then like Spider Girl, Spider Woman. Like, there's a lot of characters that we like could have in a Spider Verse. Like, we didn't really need. 12 year old peter parker as a millennial okay he around, wasn't 12 he's like around 16 with his daddy issues you know <laughs> with tony stark being his mentor and he was 16 going up against vulture of all the villains you he was actually picked. pretty good though well, well you, yeah, I, you, I saw that vulture was like apparently like one of the most liked aspects of he this was movie. like one of the best spider-man movie villains i've seen in a long time and like he's he was better than the last two spider-man movie villains well the bar By was far. low it was well, yeah, that, like the lizard was. I was gonna say, like, are you really about to? No, the bar was set pretty low. Like, and then Dane DeHaan, he was fucking overacting as fuck with uh his Green Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Jeez, he's oh like, my. you are my friend, and you betrayed me. And I was like, all right, this is getting a little yeah, too it was weird. it was too much. The music was cool though. Yeah, made, oh yeah, the it, soundtrack. It made it sound. It, it made the scene more intense because he just shows up all gobliny and he's like. When there's that uh, dubstep, like twinkle twinkle womp. little star <laughs> thing going on in the background, like womp, you don't catch womp, it at first, womp, womp. and then it kicks in when he starts to go faster. It's like, oh, like yeah, it, it was, was cool. It was it was really good. That was really good. It's just uh, why didn't that get a sequel? Uh, it was. Be- <laughs> I think it's because like didn't they like like it was partly because of the Fox Marvel thing where like they're trying to buy Spider Man back because like, oh wait no they wanted it. I then- know why. It was basically now this is petty. This is going to be more petty than anything you've heard. Oh, God. So, basically, Sony was getting ready to announce the Amazing Spider-Man 3, but they wanted to do it big at, like, a soccer game or some shit like that. And they were debating whether or not to work with Marvel Studios. Definitely you know? should have. And uh, Seems like a no-brainer. And, you know, they, were, they had their ego and shit like that. But Andrew Garfield was like, mm, I don't know if I wanted to keep doing this shit. Oh. So, he decided to not show up for the announcement. And what? I just, thought it was because no, bro. I thought it was wholeheartedly because Marvel was trying to buy Spider-Man back, nope. and so they didn't want to release the movie prior to having worked out that deal. Levels to this shit, bro. You're telling me that Andrew Garfield he walking chose. off is why I don't have the Amazing Spider-Man three. Pretty much, yeah. With the Sinister Six plotline that we were obviously going down, which would have led to the Spider-Verse plotline that was sure to follow. It pretty much told that executive who was pretty up there that he didn't want to be a part of the Amazing Spider-Man movies anymore, and so that. You know, he without was, him, there's nothing, and so he was like, You know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah, they haven't introduced any other aspect of the amazing spot, and, like, and they were like, Bet it all, let's just yeah, work I mean, with Marvel. It's like, Yeah, if Andrew Garfield walks, it's kind of like Henry Cavill walking, you have nothing else to, and, you know. And the crazy part is, they have him under contract, so he would have suffered a penalty for like not doing it, but instead, they just let him leave. They were like, All right, fuck it. I just want to know what he's doing instead of the amazing spider. But wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he, he's been in nothing big but he is a phenomenal actor and i know he's gonna get an oscar one day I oh saw, yeah H- hacksaw ridge was amazing i'm i'm a huge fan of andrew garfield he's one mm-hmm. of the reasons i like the amazing spider-man movies my my point of contention is that like 
you left to do what instead of the Amazing Spider-Man 3? Like, what could have been more important? He seems to be very scarred by his experience in Amazing Spider-Man movies. He says he doesn't like being in the machinery of Hollywood movies. Like, he was tempted by the allure of it, but he he says it's not for him. Oh, well. And I'm like, okay, I can understand. Yeah, I I get that. I mean, if you don't don't want that lifestyle. You're not built for it. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it's he won't, build, he won't build for it. I mean, like That's I don't want. I'm sure he could have handled it if he no, had wanted to. He like he was. I mean, when you walk he said away, he didn't want to do it. That doesn't mean he couldn't do it. Like no, there's a lot of stuff you, I don't want to do that I can't do. <laughs> like no, but to me, like I would like if I was in that situation, like I wouldn't walk away from it because one, it's millions of dollars millions of dollars of a payout that's happening yeah. i could be playing this role for i could ride that money 50 train. years man i will be I old man spider-man it. don't even trip i got it yeah you could just keep keep on doing it because that's a character that's supposed to age into you know his 30s and, and then you know he gives up and passes the mantle on like that there was so many <laughs> options like out. i get stressed out about the spider-man debacle i recently like, rewatched that too i, I want some I'm, I'm one of those people that needs closure so I hope one day we kind of get some. Like maybe he comes back for like a one-time thing. He's like, yeah, I've been Spider-Man for like the past 20 years. I was just busy. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I would just, I just want to talk to him. Like, I want to meet Andrew Harvey and kind of just be like, what was your process behind all this? And like, what, what was three actually going to be about? Cause I, you I had, know, it was about the Sinister Six, bro. You know, it was about that. Well, I know and that, he couldn't handle them all, so he finally finds out there are other Spider People. It opens up the whole Spider Verse and creates this that's your like interesting di- plot twist. Yeah, plot, yeah, like it's where he like realizes like I'm not the only one. I wouldn't want to see that. And then they team up Avenger style to take on the Sinister Six. Nah, I, I so what? Well, he was gonna beat them by himself. Well, see, I would defeat Electro by himself almost. Like, well, I would have done as I would have done a Spider Man three Redux actually because. <laughs> Honestly, I just think uh, it was a perfect setup for the black symbiote because you have uh, Pe- because yeah, you have Peter- that would have been great because you have Peter Parker at his darkest time dealing with grief, dealing with Gwen's death and stuff like that, and the anger that's kind of building up in him. But then you have Mysterio, who's a part of the Sinister Six, and it would be cool if there was like some type of mind game that was being played with his. And then, like you know, he he gains the symbiote and becomes like you know Dark Spider Man and. I mean, but you, the they've, they've kind of already introduced the Sinister Six, though, so like that has to be a part of it. Oh, yeah, totally. And there's no way that he single-handedly defeats them all at the same with time. With the symbiote? Totally. Well, with the symbiote, yeah. And then he okay, could end yeah. up halfway through the movie or near the end of the movie being like, oh, this shit is also a threat, and then takes it off. And Venom's not in the movie, but it yeah, sets yeah. up Venom later. Like, And where is Carnage movie? at? Can I get Carnage? Like, Carnage is a tricky villain because he has to be rated R. I mean, yeah, it's but like, like it's so literally, does Deadpool, and everyone's fine. I know, but it's related to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's in a weird, happy place right now with the Disney universe. And Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, see, this is another reason I have an issue <laughs> with this Spider-Man, is that you've taken this prepubescent nonsense that Disney <laughs> pumped out and crammed down everyone's throat instead of the real Spider-Man, so now I can't have like the dark stuff that actually would have been I, good. I like, was about to say, Amazing Spider-Man has some pros to his cons as well, like, you know, I mean, Carnage it's fun and entertaining. Carnage like, would have fit into that universe. Like Venom would have fit perfectly. Yeah, Venom and time. Carnage and all the all the symbiotes would have actually done great in the Amazing Spider-Man world. But in this Disney bargain brand nonsense, you can't have that. Like, and I'm kind of I would I think the it would be cringy if they introduced the black suit in the Homecoming. Yeah, because he would he would turn into a toy or something. Like <laughs> he would just be such a kid about it. like he wouldn't take it seriously. Like 
but this you know thing will kill you I'm and everyone of, you know. You know, I'm tired of shitting on Tom Holland. I've just never seen the kid act seriously. I've seen everything I've seen him in. He just cries. Oh my god! <laughs> or, not, he, or he tells people he doesn't feel good. Yeah, and I'm not bitching about Tom Holland. And like, I like him as Spider Man. I just think I've never seen him show that that weight. Yeah, yeah like like be be like not dramatic, but yeah, more serious. Yeah, and yeah, I don't have like an issue with Tom Holland. It's the Spider Man character. The way like, they portray. Yeah, right. Like him. I'm sure if they had written it serious, he could have done it. It's not him as an actor. It's the fact that you've given me this. Disney brand Spider-Man, and I just I'm <laughs> We're not, just upset about it. I'm just not on board with it, and like it, they didn't do that to the, a lot of the other characters. Like you know, they didn't make uh, like Captain America suddenly this chipper, upbeat. I mean, you know, it, great American way. He started type of, that way, though. Yeah, he started that way, and then he, went, and then he got dark because the world got real. Like I feel like maybe they might want to do that with Spider-Man, but that's like, gonna be a few years, bro. Right? Like I'm gonna have to wait like We're gonna five be in plus forties. Yeah, yeah, like it's gonna be forever before <laughs> I see Spider-Man be like, man, the world is a dark place, and me quipping every time that I web some guy up isn't really helping make it any better. And these petty street thugs that I keep well, I don't dropping think- off the police department every night aren't really helping the city. Like, it- well, I don't think that's ever gonna be Spider-Man's mentality because he's very much like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's just uh, that sounds uh, cheesy. But God. but he's you know very much just like trying to help it. I've, I've been playing the game, the PS4 game. Yeah, do you, do you like it? I like it so much because they get inside of his psychology like perfectly. Because he's older in this one now, and he's, they've got like the more mature Spider-Man. Like he's, he's not just older; he's actually mature. And, he, and he's doing things as Peter Parker that's helping his community. Still, he's he's going to like homeless shelters, helping people and shit like that. He's even swinging around the city, just helping anybody that needs whatever. Like there's some person that's like, oh, I'm worried about my husband, and he's. Like talking to some chick or something, but I'm I'm afraid like his life is in danger. And he's like, oh, I'll I'll go. Uh, oh, so you like pick out. up quests? I guess with like random people. Yeah. And you, like, and I'm like, that's Peter Parker. Like he literally is cramming other people's problems onto his on top of his own. And that and, kid has some problems. Yeah, and like, he's putting their problems ahead of himself. And I'm like, that's Spider Man. So, you know, I'm, I mean, I I'm like I think the I haven't played the game yet. Right. I am going to. <laughs> I am going to play it, and I do think it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely think I will have more fun playing in like two hours of Marvel Spider-Man game than I will watching two hours of Homecoming. Mm. I'm I'm actually willing to take that bet with you right now. I mean, the game is better than Homecoming. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bullshit you. It is right. better than the. It's better than. It's better than the movie, but thank you. The movie has its moments where it, it like it's. It's, it's just fun. forced us to have this happy, upbeat, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Now, it gets real. It gets real in certain moments of the movie. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm going to watch it. I'm Michael watch- Keaton? You think Michael Keaton's just going to roll up in a, <laughs> in, a Mar- in a Marvel movie and not bring some heat? I don't know, man. I just I don't have a lot of faith in it. But for everyone who's probably mad at me right now for not having not seen it, I'm promising you and Dan <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Maybe not this weekend. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'm trying to drive over here. You know, so it might be flooded. <laughs> But uh, assuming that I don't need a boat to get here, I will come watch it. Movie night. And then I will harshly judge this movie. All right, it's happening. Well, uh, we've uh, pretty much delved deeply into the DC universe. so yeah. And t- talked about Spider-Man, which was interesting. So, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys might be getting it a little early, considering that there is a hurricane coming where I'm at. And, you know, I don't want my fucking power to go out before I put it online so hey we made this one like this was like an hour and a half one i think or something like hour that. 37 yeah so you know you got extra content 
And you got it early. Exactly. And you deliver, man. I'm like a postman with Tourette's. When I deliver, I fucking deliver. Wow, that was dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, peace.